Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Express Your Best. This is your favorite professor, Dr. A, and I am here as always to provide a few words of encouragement to start your day. So I wanted to talk to you a little bit today about an article that I came across recently. This was on the PBS website, and it was entitled, Why More Americans Are Skipping College. I found this interesting because based on the article, it seems that the pandemic has changed the minds of a lot of students and they have turned away from college to go to hourly jobs and even careers that don't require a college degree. According to data from the National Student Clearinghouse, nationwide, undergraduate college enrollment has dropped 8% from 2019 to 2022. Wow. Um, I really thought that this was interesting because uh, as an educator in a college setting, I do find myself encountering more first-generation college students, and I wondered if this is indeed a trend. And so today, I have not just one guest, but two. We are going to hear from two sisters who have uh, opted to take the college route. And not only have they done that, but they found a way to establish themselves positively on their college campuses. And I know that they're doing awesome things. But as we do on this show, we're not going to just hear about the great things that are happening on their college journey, but we also need them to talk about some of the challenges that they've experienced. And then we'll follow up with some words of wisdom that they'll have to share for you. So as always, I'm going to allow them to introduce themselves. And I want to say welcome, Zoe and Sky. Welcome to Express Your Best. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Hello. maybe... Hi, Scott. And I knew this was going to happen. It's our first time having two guests. And I said, I'm going to talk over somebody. So forgive me. <laughs> so why don't we start with you, Zoe? Tell us um, a little bit about yourself. Hi. So yes, I'm Zoe. I go to Connecticut College. I'm a first year student there where I'm on the volleyball team and the rowing team. All right. Thank you. And what year are you in, Zoe? I'm a freshman. So class of 2026. Okay. Awesome. And Sky. Hello, my name is Sky. I'm a third year psychology major at Spelman College. Okay, well, it's great to have you both once again. And I want to just jump right into it. And let's talk a little bit about uh, what I mentioned in the article. What is it that made you decide to take the, the college route instead of going on to an hourly job or deciding on a career that did not include college? I feel like college was always in the plans for us, um, whether we wanted to go or not, but we both did really want to go experience college and what it has to offer, especially out of state. That was one of the big um, pushes that our family gave us, and I think we both wanted to go out of state in the first place, but it was education so important in our family, and reaching a higher degree, is it was never out of the picture for us. I would say that echoing what Zoe said, education has always been a big push in our family as we have many educators and many of our family members have gone on to receive higher education degrees. But personally, I also wanted to make sure that I was marketable past when I am young and like an hourly job was something that could sustain me financially. When I get older and have a family, I wanted to be able to have 
the wiggle room to market myself to different organizations, people, jobs to be able to sustain myself financially. Yeah, those are awesome points. A lot of students um, go to college because it is expected of them. Um, It's something that is uh, a family, uh, it's in their family history, but some students are first generation college students. And even there, their families are really pushing them to, to take that leap into college and to do so Um, on college campuses that aren't in their home state. So, uh, you know, one of the things that was also mentioned in the article, and I know that you all have had this experience too with the pandemic, did that impact you in any way or affect your decision to go to college or even how you have navigated the college journey? Personally, (laughs) yeah, because I, I have been in college through the pandemic. <laughs> Zoe is just a little freshy, but <laughs> I, I, I still supported my decision to go to college. I personally actually enjoy online classes more. I wish that that format could be used just online classes, in-person, everything else. That would be a dream for me, but mm-hmm. I enjoyed being able to be online because I could also still work. I had a job at Yoga 6, so I could still work, do my schoolwork and have a little you know, pocket change to be able to have some free spending while being in college. So I did appreciate that aspect. The only thing I would say is the lack of social connection to my new classmates who I would want to eventually know so that in 20 years when we come back for reunion, I can would actually be saying hello to somebody. <laughs> That's a great point. And Zoe, even though you are a freshman, I know that you still have something to contribute to this discussion. Yes. So it hasn't really affected me in college now. However, getting to college, it affected it because of recruitment, because I play volleyball. And a lot of the schools weren't able to fund my year for scholarships because now the people that were in college during the pandemic, they were allowed an extra year of eligibility to play. So they still had their scholarships and their scholarships weren't getting trickled down to my year and the class of 2025 as well. So that is how it affected me personally, my recruitment journey. But in school now, it's back to normal for the most part. No COVID protocols. So it hasn't affected me this year. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because unless you are an athlete, you don't realize that, right? That there Mm -hmm. were also some um, effects, some of the consequences from the pandemic for those who are were dealing with recruitment. So I'm glad you brought Mm -hmm. that up. Um, So I don't know, the audience doesn't may not have caught on to this when you said where you attend college, you all took vastly different routes when it comes to selection of your colleges. So I'll start with you, Zoe. Why did you select to go um, to Connecticut College? I like to say the school chose me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I am a Posse Foundation scholar. So the whole process is it's like a leadership scholarship. It's full uh, tuition. And so you kind of rank schools you write about these schools and then they pair you with a school and it's a th- it's throughout an interview process you have to get to the final stage they pair you you have like 48 hours to say yes or no to the scholarship so i wasn't going to turn down a full tuition scholarship as well as i was already talking to the volleyball coach at this school so randomly like worked hand in hand and i was able to play volleyball as well as have the a full tuition scholarship. So, but outside of Posse, I did also apply to around 
20 other schools, so academically and for volleyball. Okay, well, we're going to get back to asking you about um, how satisfied you are with with the decision that was made for you. Uh, We'll talk about that in a second, Sky. Tell us how you ended up uh, going to Spelman. So truthfully, I didn't want to, I didn't like have a burning desire to go to Spelman. I told everybody around me, I'm not going to Spelman. I'm not going to Spelman. Three years later, here I am. But I was interested in NCAT. And it's not that going to NCAT was not an option. My mother would have supported me 100% behind going to NCAT as well. But we sat down at the table and it was time to pay that deposit. You know, May 1st was coming up. And she said, well, Sky, I don't know anybody in North Carolina. I said, you're right. I'm going to Spelman. So really, (laughs) I kind of chose based on what external support would be there for me. And that is really how I arrived at my decision. I also, you know, in my heart, I just knew that if I was going to go to an HBCU, I might as well go to the best since it was an option. I'm just going to take my deep breath now, Sky. She (laughs) knows exactly what she's doing, but I'll just say this. I do recall, as you were telling your side of the story, Sky, I recall being on a plane with you when you and your mother and someone else were, I think you were going to Spelman for a homecoming and you were going to visit. And I was on my way to Hampton University, the best, illustrious Hampton University. I was on my way there for homecoming. And I distinctly remember that you didn't want to have any parts of going to Spelman. <laughs> Look at you that, now. That is that is accurate information. I, I screamed I'm not going to Spelman probably until May 1st. When I came out on May 1st with my Spelman college sweatshirt, everybody said, wait a second. You've been screaming you're not going to Spelman all this time and you're going to Spelman. I said I had a, a sudden change of heart. So why don't you just go ahead and tell us what has been the best part of your college journey thus far, Sky? I would say the best part, and this can't be cliche because, you know, Spelman is founded on sisterhood, uh, but I, I would definitely say that has probably been the most rewarding part of my college journey and just meeting people who genuinely love me and that I genuinely love and that we care about each other. And I know that there's a support system in them, excuse me, through my dance team mahogany in motion meeting my sisters through through dance and meeting my sisters through delta as i am a member of delta sigma theta sorority incorporated i have had the best time in college finding people who i really love and that love me yeah that's awesome i know that um we hear that a lot from students who who have been on the show that the relationships that they've developed while in college are really one of the the strongest things that they take away with them. So that's awesome. How about you, Zoe? Um, Pretty much the same, or do you have something different that you would say is, um, you know, a positive on your college journey? Um, Thus far, like, like you were mentioning people, I'd say that that's what gets you there through the days and everything. So yeah, the people I've met, I've not, I've met a good amount of people, but like, you know, I have my, course circle and they they really make the college experience the best part as well as playing volleyball yeah I bet that's fun too yeah the freedom um, oh the freedom so I love that okay so is it real adulting or is it kind of stepping your your foot into 
adulting because our, you know, the paying of the bills and the the job responsibility, is it kind of getting to that or just touching on it? I mean, of course, it's still fake adulting. It's still adulting, you know? I think it's fake adulting. Well, for for my personal college experience, I will say because I am um, blessed enough to not have to pay any bills or worry about really my financial status as it comes to my tuition being paid or, you know, paying for my apartment or my living situation, whatever it is, because I did live in the dorms at one point. But I, I think it's definitely still fake adulting because it's like, yeah, I have to get gas and buy groceries, but I'm also not worrying about, you know, is rent paid on the first. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, similar, similar to Sky, um, we are blessed to have like the schooling aspect and not have to worry about paying for our school. But I do work a job on campus. We pay for our groceries and anything that like we want on the side comes mm-hmm. through us. Yeah, I have, um, someone said this to me when I was in college, and I always find myself saying it on the show, that much of what you learn in college has little to do with the textbook, that it's really about this evolution of self. What do you think about that? Does that kind of describe what you feel about the college journey? Yes, definitely. You learn how to navigate different groups of people. I feel like I've already learned that though through high school. But people coming from different areas, people coming from the same areas of the world. Um, yeah, that's a great thing. I really like that. Mm-hmm. What have you learned about yourself, um, Sky? As a third year student, what have you learned about yourself so far? Wow, this is such a loaded question. There, There is so <laughs> much that has been learned. I think I have one of the biggest lessons I've learned and I'm learning now is that my high school self is not my college self and the expectations and the things I could do and my limits and boundaries in high school or academically, personally and socially are not the same as what I experienced in college. School has always been something that's come naturally to me and experiencing my first like time struggling academically in college has been a very um, humbling experience for sure. But I think that in terms of personal growth as well, I, at least for me personally, because I do not go to school close to home, being away from your familiar and comfortable support system setting and being like with your mom and your family and being forced to rely on other people and put trust in other people to be able to be that support system for you is also something that's been very important and a big lesson I've learned. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think you've kind of opened the door for us to talk about maybe some of the challenges um, that you might have experienced, maybe just things that you can recall have um, where you mentioned the struggle for you and how you managed to overcome them, or are you still working to overcome them? Well, in the spirit of transparency, I have had a little bit of a procrastination problem for a while now, and it's been getting, I've been able to get by to a certain degree, I'm now kind of reaching that wall where getting by isn't uh, quite making it past the wall and getting me where I need to be. So I had a little incident where procrastination uh, took me down an academic path that let's just say was not ideal. Mm. And 
it presented a challenge for me because I had never done that bad academically in a class, like grade percentage wise ever in my life. So I was having like an identity crisis as a student, as well as trying to understand what within me needs to change and went wrong to be able to correct it in the future. So I am still correcting that as I did have to retake the course, but I put strategies in place this time that didn't have last time to be able to keep me at a passing grade. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's fair. And I do appreciate your being so open and honest about that. Because of course, what you have shared is is not atypical. Many college students have a similar experience because it's the evolution of life. You are discovering some things about yourself that sometimes it can be a challenge to balance a social life and an academic life. That sometimes it's difficult to balance extracurricular activities um, uh, from being an athlete or being on the dance team, but also finding time to study. So those are real life experiences that we have um, during our college journey. How about you, um, Zoe? How are things going for you right now? Have you experienced any challenges? Things are going pretty well for me right now. Um, Not as bad as Sky, but I do like to procrastinate every now and then. And then I find myself rushing, but I do say sometimes I do my best work when when I'm rushing. (laughs) Some would disagree, but I think I do my best work on a time crunch. Uh, that's probably like my one of one of my challenges right now. And my other is being in a small town. I'm not a small town person. I like a city. I knew I liked cities, but this is where I am in New London, Connecticut. So finding things to do is very hard, like off campus. And the fact that I don't have my own luxury like a car right now to go off campus and do whatever I want. Um, we try to find activities as a group or we'll try to find activities on campus, but there's only so much. So that's like a challenge for me now, just being in a small, like confined radius. I've always said, I feel like I haven't gone but 10 miles at maximum off my school campus. So like the best thing is to go to Target right now. Well, you're supposed to just go to school, Zoe. Where else do you want to go? I know, but you need activities. I mean, school's only for so many hours of the day. Mm, I don't know. I bet your mom would say the activities are right there on campus, but I won't go there. I won't go there. Yeah. So I, you know, especially as a freshman, I do think there's a lot of trying to understand how you study and whether or not that's going to get you through, you know, the next four years. And so there's still a while for you to go. Um, But I'm glad that things are going well for you thus far. Um, You talked, I think Sky talked about putting strategies in place and just kind of identifying, you know, what are things that you're learning about yourselves? But I'm wondering if there's anything that you could change about your journey so far, what would it be? Sky, you want to go first? Oh, for sure, the academic slip up. But <laughs> that that would probably be, you know, the biggest one for me personally. But secondly, I would say... When I came to campus my freshman year, we were allowed to live on campus the second half of freshman year, though there were not in-person classes yet. Excuse me. I would have been more social and trying to come out my shell more so that I could meet more people in that time just to be able to have more connections on campus because now the connections I've made, I've made definitely a lot more than I had 
but it's kind of been more through my experience of Greek life and that's what's gotten me more connections, but I would like to be able to have more bonds through Spellman specifically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Similar to the connection piece, definitely meeting people I felt like was harder in college, which is weird because I've always, it's always been so easy for me to like meet people and make new friends. And I think part of the reason was because I wasn't allocating my time to meeting new friends. I was allocating my time to my sport, homework, sleep, sport, homework, sleep. So especially the first week when everyone was meeting each other in the dorms and they were able to go and hang out late. Like I wasn't doing that. I was in my bed early because I had to get up at five in the morning to get my day started once again. So that's one of the things. And now I've, I've like met more people. I wouldn't say like my circle has changed in the closeness of who I am, but like I've at least expanded my circle a little bit more, which is which it was one of my goals to do this semester. Um, and then another thing that I would change probably is trying to match the scholarship money I got from Posse to another school so I'd have a better argument to go to a different school. Mm-hmm. But okay. it's hard to match like a full tuition scholarship. But, uh, yeah, um, I would say so. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is difficult. Um, but I like that, you know, you are finding that there are so many positives to a school that actually chose you. And if you have any hopes of going to graduate school, you know that there's always still other opportunities for you to try new schools. Yep. Um, so as we begin to wrap up, I did have just a couple of more questions about, um, you know, your goals for the future. How, what are some things that you are thinking about? Um, it could be as you are moving, continue to move through college or what you want to do after. I want to go to law school after college. At least that's the plan right now. Toggling with a different like few ideas of what I want to do with my future. But law school, I've been thinking about for like maybe the past two, three years. And I want my goal is to be a lawyer or to be, I've thought about being a sports agent, which I think having a law degree is also very vital. I've also thought about marketing, finance. So I haven't really put my finger on a set career path, but law school is at the top right now. Mm-hmm. How about you, Sky? I would say right now I am looking for an internship in corporate America, summer internship in corporate America, just to help me leverage my psychology degree and looking for a full-time job offer post-graduation. And in terms of next year, I want to have internships in the spring and the fall just to be able to help me beef up my resume in different areas of corporate to make me more marketable post-graduation. Wow, you guys have big goals. Um, And I know that sometimes, especially because they seem so far away, it can be challenging to stay motivated. But you all seem like you are just, you keep it moving. What keeps you motivated? How do you stay encouraged? I think it's a standard that I hold for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, I always have high standards, at least academically for myself. So even when it comes like when we mentioned the procrastination, like I know I'm going to get my work done because there's no way I'm taking a zero on assignment. So just the standard I hold for myself and also the standard that's around us, um, meeting that standard, excelling, uh, excelling the standard of what's around us keeps me going. Mm-hmm. 
Sky, I, I was thinking about, you know, you're saying that the challenge that you've had recently, what is it that kept you going rather than just saying, you know what, I'm, I'm quitting? Why wasn't that an option? Because the goal is a degree and you, I can't get a degree without passing the class. So had to make something shake and do what it do to, to meet the end goal. I think also, well, personally, I'm also driven by the luxurious lifestyle that my mother has introduced to us. I would like to upkeep that and surpass it. And so I, I'm not in the business of wanting to take a, a step down from that. All right. That's fair. That is fair. <laughs> so you guys, you have big, great big goals. You've got encouragement that comes from your mom and um, just in being encouraged by the examples that you've had and also the standards that you put forth for yourselves. Here comes my favorite part of the show. So this is where you get to provide some words of encouragement or motivation to college students, just like yourselves. What would you say? I definitely say it's not easy. It is harder than high school. Everyone says it until you get there. You're like, dang, this actually isn't easy. You can't cruise in many classes. Maybe there's a class or two that you could get by with, but you're going to have to work hard, do your readings. It, it does take some time to get the work done. And professors have different standards than your, your high school teachers would. So I would definitely encourage people to go to office hours. That helped me so, so much last fall. I was able to get to know my teachers on a deeper level. So then they were understanding at least how I was thinking when I was turning in my work. So it was, I just, I liked office hours a lot. I recommend that to literally everyone. All right. What about you, Sky? Echoing the sentiments of my sister, all the things that college students tell you when they come back to speak to you in high school are very, very true. They all have truth to them, and we would not be sharing them with you guys if they weren't relevant, going to office hours, getting to know your professors, setting aside time to study, all those things. And even on a more social, um, on a more social scale, I would say stay away from the relationships that do not serve you, whether those are romantic, platonic. It truly, truly, truly breaks people's spirit. And it's horrible for to see as a friend because it's horrible to experience. So I say stay away from the relationships that don't serve you. And, you know, in the beginning, if they will be long term and are they're beneficial to you or they're not. Mm. Love yourself. Oh, I, oh my goodness. Okay. There was That's so much, there was a lot to, that I could unpack there, but we got to get ready to, uh, to end the show. I'm going to have to have you ladies back and maybe I'll do that individually. Zoe, I'm going to wait till you have another year under your belt. Um, and then I'll have you come back, um, as well as you get to graduation sky, but I just want to say thanks to you both for taking the time to come on our show today. And thanks I, you are welcome. And I also just want to, to reiterate some of the things that were said and, and college students out there, I need you to listen carefully that this journey is not easy. No one says it's easy. So when college students such as Zoe and Sky and others tell you that there are going to be challenges, you need to listen. Hard work is required. There needs to be some preparation that takes place. 
procrastination doesn't work for everyone. So you need to make sure that if that's something you deal with, that you got to come up with some strategies that are going to help you with that. Uh, it's important that you take the time for office hours. Professors such as myself, we want to see you. We want to get a chance to know you. That's what we're there for. And also, uh, make sure that you are involved or engaged in positive relationships. As a college professor and advisor, I do hear a lot about toxic relationships. So you want to make sure that you are uh, in fostering relationships that are positive, that are pouring into you as much as you're pouring into them. And so with that, my friends, we are going to end this episode of Express Your Best. I hope you've enjoyed it. Once again, I'm your favorite professor, Dr. A, always here with a few words of encouragement to start your day. Checking your eyes.